This is episode 533 for December 2018, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas, and that opening song is from a YouTube user by the name of Veil Mystery, and they're covering the Spider-Man theme as written by Danny Elfman in the first Sam Raimi movie, and I dig that guitar. It sounds awesome, dude. Rock on, buddy. Before we get to our reviews of Amazing, I want to thank people that make this podcast possible. They help us pay the bills and expensive bandwidth and website hosting, etc. that it takes to put our website and our podcast up on the internet each and every month. So publicly, I want to thank Mayor Michael R., Swiftser, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, Michael, Stephen, David, Dow, Thomas, Lee, Ricky, Matthew, Frederico, Jonathan, Craig, Brian, Laura, Patrick, Andrew, Michael K., Hafskimo, JB, John, Stephen, Stuart, Alex, Nick, Taylor, Will, Jose, Symbiobro, Alex, Christopher, Dom, and Frederick. If you would like to support this podcast and you enjoy it and you would like more episodes to come out, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and you can sign up and get several perks such as a uh, satellite review podcast that's exclusive to Patreon members. Also, we've done uh, reviews of the uh, DLC for the PS4 Spider-Man games. We did one just recently, and actually we were recording one tomorrow night. So those are fun podcasts and exclusive to Patreon members. Again, sign up, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Also go to our website at spidermancrawlspace.com. Look on the right-hand side for a Patreon button to support us. And also it's at the bottom of every news article on the front page once you click and expand it. All right, two issues of Amazing coming your way in three, two, thwip. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our December review show. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Ashley. What's going on, Ashley? Uh, everything's going good. Just came back from the Into the Spider-Verse movie, so I'm feeling very festive with some special <laughs> Spider-Man-themed Christmas carols. Ooh, I hope... Well, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I hear that uh, like a couple of them have been recorded, so I'm, I'm anxious to hear what they are. Good. So <laughs> I should release an album, possibly. They need a That'd whole album, yes. I'd love it. What's? Would you remember what one of the titles was? I was like Spidey Bells. Spidey Goblin Bells. bells. <laughs> that sounds adorable. And we've got uh, Peter. What's going on, Peter? Much guys. Thanks for having me on the show. You guys uh, got any Christmas uh, Spider-Man related gifts you want, Peter, this year? Uh, no, not no? really. No, nothing comes to mind. You haven't said to the wife, "I need this." Uh, I've said a lot to my wife what I need, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it all depends on what she gives me. So I, I just take it, and with it, I, I always would smile. She always gives me good gifts. So there you go. And we've got George. What's going on, George? Not much. Got all your Christmas shopping done, or do you have anything on your wish list this year? No, I don't. I, I don't have. Uh, I do have something on my wish list. It's a new headset, which I I, oh. I hope uh, I hope I'm getting. Um, but, uh, aside from that, uh, I don't have my, my shopping done, but it's a really tiny list. Yeah. So, What's wrong with your headset? You, ha- you have the exact brand I do. <laughs> I can only, it's, it's just an old, I mean, I've had it for yeah. years and years and years and, and I can't hear out of this side anymore. Oh, that sucks. So I can only hear out of the one side. And so everything sucks. Do you, I have a Logitech and, and do your ears peel? 
right here. Like I'll I'll be oh, done. Oh yeah, this. yeah. I'll be done with this show when I come off. I've got like I just made out with a with something. I don't know what it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got yeah, same, same. Yeah, I'd phrase really badly. Same. All right. Speaking of fray really badly, we've got Jr. Wow. with twenty one Jr. <laughs> love your uh, new love your new crawl space shirt, by the way. We yeah, match. I, I know your I shirt know. and Ashley. We all match. I mean, you know, it, in fact, it, it gave me a whole new outlook on the Christmas season to receive this in the mail. I mean, Aww. today I dropped a, I dropped some money in the Salvation Army bucket. I, I gave uh, all my change to a homeless person. I sang Christmas carols with small children. I mean, I just, I, and I just feel the love of Jesus filling me. <laughs> <laughs> um, was, that, was I the first person to give you a gift this year, Jr.? Uh, uh, you were the first person to give me a gift in about 10 years, Brad. Uh, <laughs> so, you know. That's funny. Uh, how much to get George new headphones, says Dante over on the YouTube chat. <laughs> Beautifully said, Ryan Reeds. No, I, I, like I said, I think I'm getting one for Christmas. Well, so. there you go. Yeah. And hello, 16 viewers. Thank you for watching. Uh, we're going to record two episodes tonight. We're going to record the uh, two-issue review of ASM and our yearly gift exchange after that. And boy, boy, this is always a fun show. Oh, so. Although, whoops, yep. I was about to say, I said I said that was the first time I received a gift in 16 years. And Ryan Reed just reminded me that, no, it's not the first time in 16 oh, years. It's, a, it's, the first time, it's the first time since this I've received a gift. Right. Ryan Reed made you that. That looks awesome. That looks really cool. That's a great looking goblin. I love that. Okay. So Ashley has the review of ASM number. Let's see. Let me pull it up here. ASM 111. 811. Sorry. And we're going by legacy numbers. I agree, George, from last month. I'm tired of saying number 10, the 15th. Number 10 in the ASM, ASM 811, Black Cat-centric issue, Ashley. Yes. So for those of those not following Legacy Numbers, this is Volume 5, Issue 10, a.k.a. Legacy Number 811. We start with the uh, the cover, which I can't remember if this is really controversial or not, but the idea is that Black Cat has stolen the cover. We just have a blank white page with a bunch of police tape crisscrossing over it with Black Cat you know, putting a finger over her lips, just going, shh, don't tell. Do you like that cover? I'm not sure I like it. I feel like I'd like it if the art were different. Mm. I like the idea of it. It's fun. But I'm not liking her little uh, Clydesdale-looking feet there. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you think of of that one issue during around Brand New Day or whatever when she was just like in in a what, in in a robe and pearls or whatever? Remember that issue? Oh, that, that was J. Scott Campbell cover. I remember that. Okay, now Ashley, in uh, in in defense of that, now with the Clydesdale feet, uh, it, it it is Christmas time, and the Clydesdale, <laughs> the Budweiser Clydesdale. She's feeling are, festive. Are it's those. Uh, what is it? The um, she she likes Anna. Budweiser they beer are... too from St. Louis, Missouri. What, what were you saying, Ashley? They're the uh, guys. Do they call them Jingle Horses in the song? Giddy up, Jingle Horse, pick up your feet. That's what she's going for. Yes. All right. So she's got to pick up those feet. Giddy up. Giddy up. Yes, right. Don't don't say that to them. It won't go well. <laughs> <laughs> That's As an alert, this cover's been stolen. Please send any information on the whereabouts of this cover to spideyoffice at marvel.com. Did, I wonder if anyone actually emailed them anything. I emailed them trying to get a Nick Spencer interview, but no reply. Oh. 
Well, you're supposed to email them about the stolen cover, so maybe that. Oh, maybe I'll put that in my subject title, yeah. Okay. I emailed them, and then I got my letter printed, and now Mark blames me that there's no letter section on the Amazing Post. Hey, program. Peter, email them for a next Maybe they just got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Actually, I think I think we could I think we could have a whole show where we where we just list the names of people who who've refused to acknowledge you when you ask for an interview, Brad. Yeah, <laughs> Jr. You're the one of the ones that said yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashley, take us through it. So we open up with MJ going to the world's most exclusive support group, where she's. It's a support group for people who have been close to superheroes. Um, loved ones otherwise and they all get together in a group and talk about how difficult it is to be close to people who are constantly jeopardizing their lives on a daily basis um and for one reason or another they have to keep their identity secret and so it's a a burden that they kind of have to bear on their own but they can get together and have their identities protected and have a little therapeutic powwow talking about what it's like being in that position Everyone goes around sharing their stories. MJ finally decides, you know what? Actually, I didn't think I was going to say anything, but I might as well take the floor and introduce myself. So she starts off introducing herself like, you know, I'm in love with a superhero, but that's not always as cool as it, you know, is made out to be. And as she begins her, her monologue, we cut to Felicia and Peter, who are currently surrounded by the guild and being confronted by Odessa after they snuck into their where they're keeping the uh, everything they stole. We have uh, Felicia and Odessa kind of face off talking about oh okay, sorry. So okay. Felicia goes on <laughs> telling them like, no, this is wrong. You can't just steal everything that um, I know we're thieves and we you know we have this guild of thieves and everything but this isn't just for the thrill of it. This is actually stealing things that people need. And then it's used to save people's lives. And it has a challengers like, you know, you kind of betrayed us, you know, you were one of us, but you brought Spider-Man here to steal back what we already stole. And then they throw in a moment. That's especially for Brad mm-hmm. where somehow Odessa says the name without the hyphen and Spider-Man <laughs> catches on. Thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. And so Odessa isn't taking any of it and they have their little, showdown they get ready to fight we cut back to mj and she's talking about you know her whole history with spider-man the the challenges of dating peter parker everything that they shared together everything that was uh that came between them and she talks about how recently she came to realize just what everything is that she loved about him that he's you know really funny that he suffered so much and yet he keeps on going strong not just for himself but for others he constantly carries the weight of the world on his shoulders, she says, but always manages to lift himself free. And the, he lifts up those around him. And so they get together, she says, you know, happily ever after, right? Except that, you know, she's been feeling pretty lost lately. She's, you know, lost her job that she had at Stark Industries. And, you know, she's gone through so many different career shifts. And she kind of starts becoming self-aware of the, the, the writing vacuum she's been in lately, where she's pretty much been written as every possible thing that is convenient for the moment. And she realizes at the end of it all, she doesn't really have a good definition of herself where she is right now. So yes, we're going into a character arc where NJ has to find herself. Nice. And she 
thinks to herself, you know, with where I am right now, wouldn't he be better off with someone that's more like him? And we cut to Felicia as she's pondering to herself, as MJ is pondering to herself, you know, he'd be better off with someone who can watch his back, who can, you know, um, protect herself, who can, you know, isn't going to drag him down in any way or become a liability or a risk and someone who can understand exactly what he's going through in a way that I can't. And would it be happier that way? And so they finish up the, they wrap up the group session and she's talking with Jarvis and he thanks her for being there. She thanks him for, you know, everything that she was able to share that night. And he takes a moment to reassure her that, you know, everything that you love about him isn't that because he has someone like you. And he reassures her that, you know, to him, you really are indispensable. We come back to the fight with the guild and Felicia and Spider-Man. And they're knocking him back. They manage to, to keep him at bay for a little bit. But Odessa gets them to start going to open the vault. I can't remember if they explained this last issue, but essentially once the vault opens, it's whatever goes in never comes back out. So it's pretty much the ultimate bag of holding. And so everything's flying around them. They you know, are about to get sucked into the vault. But then Peter notices something on the ground and he zips a web line to it. And before we can see what he actually got, we cut to Reed Richards and Tony Stark briefing the Avengers and trying to figure out what are we going to do with all our stuff gone. As they're going over the situation, uh, Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel, raises her hand and is like, hey, wait, okay, I know you guys all, you know, have, like, really important stuff, but I'm just a kid, so, like, my bag got taken and my phone was in it, you know? Um, I thought that was pretty funny. I thought that was a good line. Uh Uh-huh. Like, well, on my phone, I have one of those locator (laughs) apps where if you... If you uh, if you ping it, then it'll show you the location, uh, the GPS location of the phone. <laughs> and well, I just got a notification on my tablet showing us the location. <laughs> and so she throws her arms up in success, showing the tablet where it's you know got the location lit up. And Reed and Tony um, show the adequate amount of self loathing at how with they got started by a um, a phone app. <laughs> so Spider Man. Uh, crows that it worked and that the guild got thwarted by a phone app in which Odessa rolls her eyes and is appropriately mortified and commands the uh, the thieves to vanish, which they must be very good listeners because they vanish at her command. And Spider-Man saying, okay, we did it. We got them. You know, we chased them off. We won. They saved and everything. And Felicia knows better. She says, no, they got exactly what they wanted. And we cut to a couple thieves who are running off with their loot and they happen to pass by the, the guild's fountain. And the one thief with all the bags of money says, wait, 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 we got to stop. And we got to make our, our contribution. His partner kind of makes fun of him for being superstitious, but he turns and says, no, 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 these guys are serious. You know, if they got, you know, the X-Men and the Avengers and everyone and Spider-Man, then who knows what they could do to us. And we cut back to Odessa, who's looking over at them, smiling smugly. This was her plan all along to show that, to get the Thieves Guild back on the map and show the world that, you know, we're here. This is what we can do. So watch out. So back to Spider-Man and Felicia. The Avengers come in at following the, the location on the phone to get back all the stuff. 
Spider-Man and Felicia realize they need to kind of sit down and have a talk about all the awkward kind of tension that's been happening between them. And cue the best part of uh, volume five so far. <laughs> they kind of cut straight to it that, you know, hey, this is fun. You know, it's good being back together again. They very quickly add that they're both seeing other people. They're not really pursuing anything romantic yet. Um, <laughs> yet. And Felicia suddenly turns to him. She's like, I have to, I have to confess something to you. There's been something that's been clawing at the back of my mind. Ha ha. Um, and she turns <laughs> to him. She says, I don't remember you. And this is, I think one of the very first blatant mm-hmm. acknowledgement of a maid of everything that happened during um, brand new day and one more day that, yeah, we just erased everyone's memories and like that actually fixes problems instead of creating a whole bunch more. Mm-hmm. And him do he Peter actually stands up as, you know, uh, an accountable, responsible adult what? and human being, <laughs> and says, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I'm really sorry that I, I took that away from you, because she says what we shared together. You know, I know we didn't work out, but it was. I know it was important to me, but I can't remember it. I don't have any memory of it. And I deserve better than just being made to forget it without you saying anything. So he stands up and like Spider-Man should do, does the right thing and takes off his mask in front of her and says, gives a proper introduction, says, my my name's Pete. Technically it's Peter. I don't know why he'd introduce himself as Pete when she doesn't know anything about his actual name, but besides the point, (laughs) but he fully introduces himself to her and, you know, reveals his identity and they have a really touching, tender little hug, having their little reconciliation. So after that, he goes home to MJ. And again, we have responsible, accountable human being, Parker, who talks to her about what happened, says, hey, you know, there's something I need to tell you. I, I met up with Black Cat again, and you know, I want to let you know nothing happened, but I told her who I am. I She knows my identity now. And I told her, like, you know, just as a friend, I want to be able to to help her. But she, you know, she smiles and reassures him, you know, I'm not jealous. I know I'm indispensable, calling back to how Jarvis reassured her and the completion of her, her character arc for this issue. Mm-hmm. But before we can be too sure that everything's okay, we, um, I can't remember if this character's actually been named or identified in any way yet. I bug band. He's got a centipede wrapped around and he's covered in bandages. Yes. But he's kind of just like the, the central villain that this whole new arc has been leading up to. And right. he's got a a picture of the or panel. She, or she. Or she. Yeah. Him. Unidentified person has a picture of the panel of Peter and Felicia hugging. Way to assume gender, Ashley. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this person of unidentified and discriminate gender either <laughs> man, woman, or whatever they choose has a picture of Felicia and Peter hugging it out from the in exact photo of the panel that we just saw right. hung up on his their um, cobweb strewn fuzzy wall and they punch the wall and say no she doesn't deserve this you just dragged her you keep dragging more and more people into everything that's, you know, about to happen to you. Mm-hmm. But someday it's going to be just me and you. Hmm. To be continued. There you go. 
All right. So great, Ashley. What would you give it for a grade? That's an A plus. <laughs> an A an for a accountability. Plus. Nice. Uh, Peter, grade. A plus. George. B plus. Uh, JR. I give it a B. I'll give it an A also. Ashley, biggest pros. I bet you I know what they are. <laughs> Actually, owning up to the fact that Felicia was severely, like, psychologically crippled in a way <clears throat> by having a huge chunk of her memories ripped out. And that's been bothering her, mm-hmm. as it would anyone. That she knows that he was special to her, but she can't remember anything about him. So it was just everything in that scene was perfect. The way they interacted, the way they kind of acknowledged that, you know, they have a very intimate, just a very emotionally intimate relationship that they were so involved in each other's lives and that they kind of deserve better from each other than what the comics have been writing for them in the past decade. I, I like it, but I I debate if it's true that he would do that after her crime spree that just went down. I, I what what do you think of that? Peter can you, be easily guilted into anything. Well, that, that, yeah, that's, that's that's actually true. That's canon. <laughs> that is canon. Yeah, <laughs> George, what do you think? Do you think after her crime, her slot crime spree, that he he would do this? Is this in character for him to reveal the mask after they, what they just went through? Yeah, no matter what it is that it, it is that Felicia does, I I think he's willing to look at her as somebody that can be redeemed, and yeah. I think I, I think that he would, and I and I think this is Spencer's way of trying to fix yes some stupid crap that you know that's been part of the last ten years, yeah. Um, while at the same time, maybe just trying not to mention that stupid crap at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, I so I think it's sort of a reset for Felicia yeah. in a please don't make me have to explain all the terrible things that Slot did to her sort of way. You know what <laughs> he, I mean? He's and still, there's, there, and Brett, there's only so much we should expect Spencer to logically be able to fix. That, <laughs> well, you know, he's, he's what 11 issues, 10 issues. Now he's been able to fix a lot and 11 issues a lot. And, and, and this, this does is a, one of them. This does a great deal. It, it fixes some problems between Peter and her. Uh, somebody mentioned in chat earlier, hey, great, now, you know, now do the whole Felicia kills a bunch of people. That still does need to be dealt with and addressed. It does. Who did she mm-hmm. kill? Who did she kill? The, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? Like, What was it, two years ago, Ashley? When she was like basically like the new kingpin for a while? I know, but oh, I don't yeah. remember her killing people. She, she killed a whole room full of people. She like burned them to death, Brad. Oh. What issue was that? JR, do you remember what I'm talking about? There's that. Wasn't that when she was trying to get her collection back? She was stealing back piece that had been that had been um shelled while she was in prison. I mean she she pulls them back into a room, invites everyone, like has a big party and then burns them all. And then basically just set them all on fire and leaves them to burn to death. Oof. Yeah, that's pretty bad. There were windows they could have gotten out. I mean, I mean, the, the thing is, there's only so much you can fix. At, at, you know, so, so, you know, it's yeah. like it's like this is baby steps. You know, we're, we're, we're taking baby steps towards getting Felicia back where she needed to be. And yeah. kudos to Spencer for that. There, there, but there's only so much we can expect him to fix in any given time. Her next confession is going to be, uh, Pete, I need to tell you something. I killed a bunch what, of people. And well, Peter could say, me. well, you know, my body killed that that dude when Ock was in my brain. No, I mean, that's when, not the same. But this is she willingly <laughs> killed people. She willingly. Yeah. Well, you could say she killed people while Slot was in her brain. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, like meta wise, sure. I, I we know it was bad writing. I know. In character, story wise, we we can't use that excuse. I, I'm sure Spencer would love to, but but he's not. Jr. did tied there. Jr. did it feel natural that that that's something Spider Peter would do. Well, no, but uh, this reminds me of because uh, I've 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 always been complaining about. You know, why whenever Spider-Man sees Tony Stark, he just knock his teeth out every single time. Right. Uh, and I said, and, and then somebody, I don't know if it was in the chat window or something else, basically said, because, you know, that, that whole thing was so effed up that the only thing to do <laughs> is ignore it. Is ignore it. And, and you know, because, yeah, yeah. no, I, no, I mean, but the whole Civil <laughs> War thing was, was so stupid. Nobody, you don't recover from that. This whole superhero community would never have recovered from it. So they almost had to forget it. And I was, hey, JR, I was just telling somebody this week, Reed Richards should be in jail. Yeah. Because of Civil But War. it's like when they brought Mysterio back without an explanation, although it looks like Spencer might be trying to weave something in, but, uh, or when Doc Ock got brought back from the dead by mystic ninjas, you know, <laughs> it, it's like sometimes something, something so stupid happens that you just have to fix it. You just have to fix it. And, and this may be one of those cases where, yeah, really, you know, I mean, she should be irredeemable in his eyes by now, Mm -hmm. but all that stuff that happened before should never, ever have happened. It was just completely, totally stupid. Peter doesn't seem natural that he would, Peter doesn't seem natural that Peter would reveal his identity. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you? There's two Peters I'm talking take, about. Take a, take a breath and just, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I like yeah, the kinda, scene, but. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. It's uh, one of the pros that I have about this issue is that there's a lot of character death, uh, depth in uh, both Peter and Felicia. And there's a lot of character death in MJ. And you can see the, what Spencer's trying to do. I mean, you use he's basically telling the people that are reading this, like, this is, this is my plan, what I'm going to do. And I can totally see Peter like unmasking himself. Um, and then he's coming clean about MJ after at the end of the issue. And uh, it's, it's, to me, it's a good story. I mean, mm-hmm. th- the bad guys won. They, they did what they set out to do. I mean, there was fight, there was humor and everything, but the bad guys just wanted to make a point. And that's really how to uh, you know tell good story? That's why I got an A plus on me. But yeah, I, I think Peter wouldn't actually you know unmask and saying, yeah, you deserve that. You deserve this, Felicia. I mean, mm-hmm. w- given our history and how Spencer has been writing like kind of eighties Spider Man, yeah, I, I can see, I can see him pulling out a- that mask. Ashley, what's another pro out of you? Uh, I'm liking MJ's development. Um, y'all know MJ's not really a personal favorite character of mine. I'm I'm willing to let her grow on me, but we forgive, um, you. <laughs> we forgive you. Okay, <laughs> we're all adults. But no, I really like what um, Spencer's doing with her, just making her a lot more human again, giving her her own kind of hopes and dreams and um, feelings of inadequacy at, at not direction for this to go yet and also being so vulnerable about her insecurities being back with peter as much as she's willing to give it a shot again she's wondering if she's really cut out for it but instead of just watching her dwell and spiral on those insecurities we see her for them yeah. and really come through in the end and i i really like seeing how 
the relationship between her and Peter played out, it just felt like this is someone who really under mature adult relationship works when, mm-hmm. you know, Peter's been going around gallivanting with his ex, you know, we understand we, the audience know like, Oh no, he loves MJ, but um, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do anything to make her, you know, question his, um his faithfulness to her. But the characters themselves, you know, they're real people. They're, they're Britain like real people. Um, they're going to, they should react to this with the same flaws that in fears that a person would. And so Peter approaches her in that respect and assuages those fears. Like, look, I want to be honest with you, like completely upfront and honest with you. You know, this is what I was doing. You don't have anything to worry about, but I want you to know what's going on. And if he's and he's right, if he's going around revealing his identity to people, that is something that could affect her. And that's a big deal. So to see him just getting ahead of these really important events is just the most mature I've seen the character in a long time. And that was one of my favorite things to see in this issue. As one of the biggest Mary Jane fans I I know, Peter, did it seem natural that Mary Jane's reaction when uh, Peter said, I'm going to, I just told this uh, gal I used to, you know, fool around with. I just told her my identity again. I, Mm -hmm. I, kind of felt like Mary Jane wouldn't be that cool with it. I I think she uh, really got that out during when during the group therapy session, really? you know. Mm-hmm. But uh like Ashley said, it's a it's a mature. I mean, Peter came out like, look, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. This is who I was with today. Nothing happened. Like I mean, I'm coming to you like I mean, Peter went to her went to her place, about to get in bed with her and saying, "Look, I I was uh Fighting, fighting crime with my ex, all right, mm-hmm. and I told her who I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and then P, uh, MJ just gets that, and she's not jealous. I, I think this is like a big mature moment for both of them. For Felicia and Mary Jane? No, for uh, Peter and Mary Jane. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, pros around the around the group. What's some other pros, George? What's one of your big pros? No, I mean, it's it just overall, it was an enjoyable issue. I, I did like the stuff with Mary Jane. I thought that was very strong. Yeah. Uh, I like that Spencer is giving a nod to the fact that Black Cat needed to be fixed in the first place. Yeah. Uh, and put into a better place and that there was a there was a hole there where, you know, there there was something there before. And I, I appreciate that. Um, I mean, overall, it was, uh, you know, I... I I enjoyed the issue. I liked the artwork. I just didn't, uh, nothing really stood out for me. I got the, what the, for me, probably the biggest moment for me was when Jarvis told Mary Jane, she was indispensable. Mm, uh, cause I took nice. that as, I took that as a little bit of a meta note, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of from Spencer to the fans saying, yes, I, I understand. I'm, I'm Sapatico with you. <laughs> I get that this character should be part of this title, you know, uh, yeah. which he's, you know, he's been proving for the last 10 issues. Um, yeah, but I think that was another nod to that, you know, the fact that, um, you know, it, it, it's Spider it, Spider Man works best with Mary Jane involved. Yeah. Um, so that was probably my my greatest moment, uh, or the moment uh, I, I liked the most. Uh, nothing really stood out past that. There was a couple of niggling, you know, problems I had with it, you know, little minor things. But uh, you know, I, overall, I did like the issue. Uh, JR, you gave it a lower grade than everybody I thought. 
What was your grade? I, B? I didn't. I, I gave it a B. Okay. Uh, no, it's not so much that I gave it a lower grade than anybody. It's just that I, I just, I, you know, I, anybody who's watched this show pretty well knows that I give out barely more than B's or C's or D's. I mean, I, you know, I save F for something that personally offends me and I save A, a for something I really, really like. Uh, B is a good, good, you know, I mean, it, it's not a great issue. It's a, it's a good issue, you yeah. know. But it's you know the the the, the thieves guild is, is pretty lame you know I, I think it's a dumb concept to be honest um, you know but uh, so the story is not too hot but uh, you know I liked the, the character moments in it and and I and I liked uh, <laughs> some of the jokes you know like oh yeah tell this guy he's a terrible abhorrer that just uh, <laughs> for, for some reason I just like that line I yeah you're warming up to Spencer Jr I think you are that's a higher grade than I remember last month. Well, probably, probably, yeah, because there was That's more, good. there was a bit more character development in this month. I mean, it was the nice. we finally saw the fixing of the the black cat thing, or, or at least, and I almost kind of wonder, you know, uh, with with the whole Mary Jane being okay with Felicia knowing. I mean, Mary Jane was there with Mephisto, and mm-hmm. you know, I and and I, you know, of course, I, I'm just this is my imagination just running wild with me. You know, maybe Mary Jane realizes that something is wrong with the universe too. You know, and Ooh, yeah. not so much not so much Peter telling Fel- or Peter telling her that he told Felicia his identity is, you know, a, a mo- you know, I mean, I agree. It's an adult moment. You know, I mean, he's honest, you know, he's honest and they both act like adults. Now, maybe Peter will tell Aunt May that he's Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I just wonder if Mary Jane realizes something's wrong with the universe. It's, yeah. you know, and, and this is like just a part of setting it right. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's not so much like Peter telling Felicia, but Peter, it, but just something was set right that was in place before. Uh, who knows? You think he's going full blown? We're going to address it? No, you don't think they can do it. Not yeah. as long as not as long as Caseta is allowed to set foot in the building. Yeah, or Brevoort or whatever. I mean, that generation's got to go before I think we get. And I don't think they'll ever get married. To be honest, no, I don't think they will either. Um, Peter, no, any other? They they went to too much trouble for Quesada to wreck what wasn't broken in the first place for for Quesada to let that come back again. It's like I said that that's always been an ego thing with Quesada, a pride thing. The whole I I wrecked the marriage thing. So that yeah, that won't come back as long as he's there. Peter, any uh, other pros that we haven't mentioned yet? Uh, I do like uh, that uh, Tony Stark and. Mr. Fantastic kind of like face pummeling, got really fun. embarrassed um, when this <laughs> Marvel did it. Uh, two characters that seem to be written by another Spider-Man uh, writer that no longer writes Spider-Man anymore. So I, I, I really <laughs> enjoyed I that moment. That. I thought that was funny. And, and it seems like Kamala, is that how you say her name? Kamala Khan? Yes. I, that is something that a teenager would do to two grown adults that <laughs> even if they're smart, like Reed and Tony are like a teenager knows the latest technology. I don't know. I just thought that was a, a generational thing. I thought that mm-hmm. was a multiple level joke and I thought it worked. Uh, cons, Ashley, what's some cons out of the issue? You gave it an A plus. There's not much room. I'd say my con would be how the, the way that the guild of thieves or the thieves guild conflict was resolved felt pretty deus ex machina and Kind yeah. of turned into a joke at the end. I, I I liked where it was going. I mean, I could see it wasn't really going to be anything too serious. Mm-hmm. But to have it suddenly wrapped up in a what was literally a wah wah. 
yeah. was a little underwhelming. It yeah, made I, up for what we, you know, they made up for it with what we got later. And I understand it had to be wrapped up quickly to to yeah. give that big talk between Peter and Felicia the proper space it needed to for everything to fully come out. But it is just a little disappointing that it ended up being kind of just a one panel joke. I agree. The thieves guild was the least interesting thing in the whole story. I think the Felicia learning Mary Jane, uh, getting a new level to her. I, I think the thieves guild was a con. There wasn't much to it, but <laughs> they're a con. Get it. Oh, I didn't even try the joke, but she's helping me, helping me with bad dad jokes. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, a con out of me, the very first panel, very first uh, page where th- Spider-Man throws a punch. If you look at that one large panel where Spider-Man has his hands clenched like this and throws a punch, George, as a fight club expert, what do you think of the guy's mouth? Look at that guy's mouth. Can you see it? It's like, oh, like. <laughs> I yeah. just thought that was a funny, funny uh, expression. I've never seen somebody punched in the face and. Their their face looks like that. That's that's your con. That's the con and the cover. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Sam used to make a career out of like people, like, uh, with, you know, crazy jaws yeah. when they got punched. You know, that's funny. Um, uh, Jr. Cons. What did it? Why did it make an A for you? What? what how would you fix it? What well, was the con? Well, first of all, almost nothing. I give almost nothing an A. I mean, so that's not, uh, it's not like what would it take to fix it to make an A. I mean, it just, it's an okay story. Um, con- Is an A okay? Uh- <laughs> no, it's not going to, be, it's not going to be, it's not going to be. Uh, but, uh, you see what I did there? So I don't have any other cons. Okay. Peter, any cons? Uh, the Thieves Guild was a con for me, but I understand yeah. why they. it's part of the story. Yeah. I mean, the main story is about Felicia and Mary Jane and uh, the Sudden Demon at the end. More clues on who this person could be. And uh, either, either, he re- either he or she likes Felicia and is worried that Peter's bringing, bringing her into this, uh, this whole mess. I or think, uh... It wasn't so much that he um, he likes Felicia, it's that he doesn't want anyone else involved in Peter's life, and he wants pretty much them to to be the only ones on the floor. Or that's the impression I got. So let's go around the horn for who do you think it is? Is it a man or woman? And who do you think it might be? So Ashley, any guesses who this him or she might be? The Santa Demon. Do you yeah. hope it's you think it's a man? So how many female villains does Spider Man have? I was just thinking that during while I was watching Not many. Not many. We're we're losing Ooh. Ashley. Oh, I can barely hear her. Like, oh, can you not um, there you are. There you're back. Can you hear me? Okay. I have to put an X to my face. But Spider Man doesn't really have a lot of female villains, so I really really don't I think it's oh. I think it's your internet connection. It's not your mic. I think Jack is downloading something. Quinn, Jack is downloading a, my PS4 update. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's a man? And any guesses what man it Most, might be that's dead or alive? Like, I don't know. I it, there's I don't know anyone specific, but there's like some definite like fourth wall breaking going on, like because mm-hmm. he had the the. Oh gosh! Oh man! 
picture of like the exact ad. Yeah. It it it's um Let's let's go around the horn. Let's see. Peter, who do you think it is? Man or woman? <laughs> I think it's a guy. And think I it's think a guy. it's okay. Jason McDowell, the Hopgoblin. Jason Mc... Okay. Got it. Why do you think that? You mean Magandale? Magandale. I'm sorry. Um, I think that really because of the interaction between he and the Kingpin, I see, I see a lot of... Uh, I, I, I can actually see that that he knows Kingpin quite well. And just the, the way the guy's drawn, uh, that could be like a hobgoblin hoodie over his uh, mm. demon face. What's, what was that? Well, <laughs> Did I, mean, hiccup? I didn't do it. I, I just hiccuped. <laughs> Is it any better now? Yeah, you sound better. I can, I can hear you. Okay. You, you want to go back to your thought? You said it, you think it's a guy. Yeah, it's definitely a guy. Um, it's someone who has some kind of like fourth wall breaking because like the the picture on the wall was like the exact same the the same picture as yeah. what was in the panel. So like that kind of struck me as weird. I'm like, is this like supposed to be I don't know, someone who's like seeing what's happening in the comic? I don't I don't know. That like that that picture threw me for a loop. So Herschel on YouTube chat says JR, it's Joey Z. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you go. JR, who do you think it is? Guy or gal or who who is it? See, I I don't I don't have a clue. I am very, very bad at this type of thing. Um, I forget, though, who some who was it who suggested it might be Gene DeWolf. I I was just going to say that. That's a pretty good guess. The reason I. Was that the re and and I don't. The thing is, this. I really never gave that any kind of thought whatsoever. Um, but then, you know, obviously the, the thing is the centipede demon or whatever is in a cemetery, you mm-hmm. know, watching this. So I think that implies that it, it's someone who's dead yeah. or been dead. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and then just the way it reacts to Felicia, not just, you know, her. Um, and at that time, you know, back years ago, uh, when DeWolf was, uh, there was, was a love uh, interest possibly getting, getting sweet on Spider-Man, Felicia was definitely her competition or she perceived Felicia to be her competition. Uh, although, you know, just the, now it seems like she's worrying about her and, you know, you know, why drag her into your hell? And then just the way the Senate demons drawn, it just seems like the, it kind of gets narrow at the waist. Yeah. Um, and I really never thought of it. Be I didn't think of it being female whatsoever until somebody suggested it might be DeWolf. But then the way the way the body shape just kind of looks to me, it looks like it's like I said, it, it, it narrows like at the waist woman, or whatever, and, and it looks it looks more feminine. I, I mean, I thought Menace years ago when brand new, I thought Menace was a woman right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just yeah, like, like I'm an expert on the female form. Uh, but, <laughs> you know but, your uh, pumpkin bombs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know I know pumpkins. <laughs> Never a set, a good firm set of pumpkins. Oh my god! No, that's, that, honestly, that's the best guess I've heard. Otherwise, so, I really have no idea. If we're gonna go the male route, who was the guy that hired Black Cat in the spec run? Uh, it starts with an M. Uh, oh no, the foreigner. The foreigner, foreigner yeah, yeah. is he alive still? Like he, he he when when he was upset that Felicia was with Peter. I, I thought to myself, well, you know, the foreigner was Felicia's love interest. And I thought maybe there's something there. I don't know. 
I, I think he's dead. I want to say he's dead. Yeah. Let me look Did it up. Did the coroner have any kind of uh, interaction with the kingpin? I think or Mysterio did. for that? Inspect it. Wait, JR, help me out. Uh, well, I'm trying to remember if they have it. I, if, if they have any, if they had any interaction, it was just kind of as equals, but it was, it wouldn't have been very much. Um, the foreigner doesn't, I mean, I, I just remember the foreigner vaguely in that. I mean, yeah, he had a thing going with Felicia, but he, he seemed like a person who would, he, he, I doubt that he would really love somebody, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, and, and this, the, you know, I, again, without knowing who this is, I mean, if, if this person truly cares about Felicia, uh, you know, I never saw the foreigners particularly loving her. So the, according to Wikipedia, take away a grain of salt, Peter quote, foreigner is a friend of Wilson Fisk and is rumored that the two became friends when the foreigner was hired to kill Fisk by one of his enemies, but the foreigner discovered that he had the same birthday and he decided to kill his employer instead. Later, he met Fisk and initiated, initiated their friendship and business relationship. Foreigner was once hired to kill the Hobgoblin by the mercenary Jason McIndale. All names that have come up hmm. that we've been talking about. He carried out the execution and the, of the third man to take the Hobgoblin persona, Ned Leeds. So the foreigner killed Ned Leeds, huh? Ah, yeah. there you go. Uh, let's see. At one point... Uh, Justin Hammer turned the 1400 Club against the foreigner, and the organization was destroyed. The foreigner did not seem to intend to rebuild it, and he realized the whole thing was too unwieldy and bloated for his taste. So I think he's still alive. So that won't make sense if we're going with the the dead theory. Created by Peter David, the foreigner. First appearance, Web of Spider-Man 15 in June of 86. There you go. That's my – that just came to my mind because he dated – black cat and i from that panel at the end of the book it made me think like it's a former love interest of the black cat which that, that could be female black too. Cat they were interested in no so what uh peter who did you say you said uh mackendale jr you don't have a guess but you think it's a woman and gene yeah. DeWolf. george what's your guess Female or male or who? Uh, well, I, I I think it could be one of two things. Uh, I think I, I think it's male in either case. I think it's uh, either a uh, yet another failed clone based on the color scheme. That'd be kind of a cheap um, shot. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 easy. It's low hanging fruit. It's out there. I mean, it, you know, if you need you need something, <laughs> ooh, bring in a clone. You know, because like a certain segment. Yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of fanboys are going to go, oh, my God, clone stuff, you know. And so, you know, instantly you get a lot of people interested in that, you know. Um, we so don't know I, anybody like that, though, do we? I, I think it's <laughs> He's not I, here to defend himself. You know, <laughs> I, I think it's, you know, just kind of throw away clone crap stuff or because I did also get the hint that maybe, you know, that that maybe it had a connection with Black Cat somehow the way it was kind of it's upset yeah, yeah it almost seemed jealous uh, it made me wonder if it's not flash thompson reincarnated <gasps> Ooh, uh, so. i didn't think of that well maybe yeah, but, but th- no wait a minute this guy though appeared in amazing spider-man volume five number one right centipede yeah. man he was there from the very beginning before well Fla- no flash died in 800 yeah flash died before this guy showed up and, and this guy showed up in 802 officially oh <laughs> yeah Okay, yeah. Now, now uh, that's not a bad theory, George, because Felicia and Flash Thompson dated. Yeah. She proposed to him. Does Flash have anything to do with the Kingpin, though? 
He was set up by as the Hobgoblin, wasn't he, from the Kingpin? Or he was, was set up as the Hobgoblin by the Hobgoblin. Oh, that's right. Not the Kingpin. <laughs> yeah, that's not my bad. Um, what? And and what about? Uh, uh, I think. Uh, correct me because I don't read it, but Venom isn't he kind of like alive almost? Like his uh, psyche is in the symbiote or whatever, like that. Uh, oh, oh. George is oh. disgusted. <laughs> oh yeah. Enigma says it's spider side. I don't know about that. What if, another theory is remember the the Gwen Stacy clone? If we're going clone route. The uh, first clone? Yeah, the first oh, clone my. from Conway that was shot uh by oh, Slot and yeah. the clone conspiracy. Remember that? And then maybe. the bandages because all the deterioration. Yeah, like, maybe it turns. Because she's literally rotting into decaying. Oh, God. It's zombie get, Gwen. Zombie Gwen. What do you guys think of that? Would that be a good payoff? I don't think so. Hmm. I think it's time to be done with the body of Gwen Stacy once and for all. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, but, you know, George, your theory is pretty good. Yeah. And I, I, and I, <laughs> I like the idea. If, he, if Spencer's cleaning the house... Why don't we just fix Flash Thompson? Yeah. What, I mean, that that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, what, that's part of what made me think about it. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's got a black cat. I can't think of the Kingpin connection, but I I like that. I like that. Hmm. But can you guys remember a time we're interest, really interested in a mystery in Spider-Man? Since no. we've been doing this show. <laughs> well, not since, not since Brand New Day came upon us, no. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. All right. Any other thoughts on that issue? I think we were. I was going to say, um, I'm Go looking ahead. forward to seeing Spencer take on a more serious conflict because a lot of what we've seen so far, I know, you know, we haven't really had the time. To oh, Ashley froze. Build into anything super serious. All kind of, kind of a nice. You're back. No, <laughs> I'm back. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, where was I? Everything's kind of just wrapped up very neatly. Except. <laughs> for this long run mystery that, is, that we're building up to. So I'm looking forward to a more serious arc um, and seeing what he's, what Spencer's really capable of with, um, with an antagonist and a bigger threat. Well, I, I like that. It's an original villain that he's kind of creating. It seems like every new writer has to create a new villain. And this one's got a general mystery with it that I haven't seen in a while, at least in well, ten, 10 slot years. So all right. Uh, any other thoughts on that issue? Let's move on if we don't. Well, yes, Brad. I'd love to give my cons. <laughs> Sorry. That's why I, I asked for the final thought. Go ahead. <clears throat> yeah. Con. So, uh, and JR kind of pointed it out earlier about the panel where, you know, uh, they were talking about how much they abhorred violence. And Spider-Man's like, I will tell this guy that. And I'm like, as soon as uh, Odessa said, you know, how the guild abhors violence. And I'm like, tell it to the guy that y'all tore to pieces. In the first scene that you were in in this comic book, like two issues ago, like you guys tore a guy like like limb from limb, ostensibly, you know, like uh, like that was necessary to the I, guild's I, code. I guess I don't know this. This Odessa is kind of a kind of a hypocrite. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh no, the thief is a hypocrite. Yeah, uh, but no, it, it it was kind of a lot of buildup for kind of a popcorn fart ending with these people. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that should be a review on the, the book. Facial expressions to match too. You, you have the power to steal Thor's hammer and the eye of Agamotto, and and, and saying that, let me also say this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> you should copy. He has lying around. 
and and you do it to to make a point that you're back because you are more violent, and then and then you just poof, you've proven your point. Uh, that that didn't mesh for me in the end. I I was like, yeah. ah, this is uh, you, that, you did a lot of good stuff with MJ. That's be thankful because this is. I'm with you. That the the yeah. antagonist was the least my, my least favorite part of yeah, it. It kind of kind of fell apart like a wet paper bag there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, also, uh, this would have have been an A. It would have been an A minus uh, because of, uh, of the way that the villain stuff kind of fell apart there. But this would have been an A minus uh, had Tony Stark not been there. <laughs> and here's the thing: from here on out, whenever mm-hmm. Tony Stark is in there, I'm going to lower it a grade. Even if they make fun of him, or they they no 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 I I I here's, I, I don't want Tony Stark and my, my Spider Man comics anymore. Reed Richards, is, Reed Richards is fine. Again, we need to separate the character of Spider Man from Tony Stark. We need to separate the two. You would like that, the Into the Spider Verse movie then? Yeah, I'm not going to see that. Um, oh, it, oh, it, it I thought you were going to. Knew. Why would I, Brad? I just, what did I tell you at the beginning, like before we were sort of recording? You hate all, all the alternate Spider Man. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I, no. That's not that's not what I said at all. Never, you don't even listen to oh, me. Oh, I, I'm going to stop now. You, oh, you, ha- you hate the slot expanding universe, Spider Verse, all that stuff. Sony stuff like that. Yeah, that's what you hate. Why, okay. why am I going to support that? Okay. Anyway, um, so so with without Tony Stark being in there, even though he was only in a couple of panels. Uh, this this would have been an A. Stop putting Tony Stark in Spider Man comics. Stop putting Tony Stark in Iron Man com- or, or in Spider Man comics. <laughs> you can do that too. You know you stop yeah, putting Tony Stark in Spider Man comics. Please, please And Iron Man comics put Roddy. Okay, just. <laughs> That's funny. War Machine all the time. All right. What I say, Roddy. Roddy McDowell, yeah. my bad. Roddy Piper. I was, th- I was thinking of Planet of the Roddy Apes. McDowell, Roddy like McDowell. McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> you damn dirty apes. All right. ASM number 812. George, take me through this one. All right. Um, so uh, this one starts off with a nice Christmas theme, which, by the way, uh, just as a, on a side note, there aren't a lot of Spider-Man comics that will actually acknowledge it's Christmas. Yeah. There aren't, and, and I found that, and you're like, what? I can think of a lot of imagery, I, and that may be true. Uh, but as far as actually seeing it in the comic itself and not like an ad or something like that, it is far and few between. Uh, Brad and I talked about this one night. Remember, because we covered one of the excellent Stegron issues, yeah. uh, which in 166, which was yeah. a rarity because they it was done at Christmas time. I can only think of that one and Marvel Team Up number one. So, yeah, it's it, it doesn't happen a whole lot, right? Mm-hmm. And so here we're acknowledging that that yet another year is passing and, and it's Christmas time. You know, you've got Santa and the kids and the Nutcracker and everything else. And then uh, and Jay Jonah Jameson screaming, because when you think when you think Christmas, when you think, you know, family, tradition, togetherness, you think of Jay Jonah Jameson screaming. Yeah. And he's screaming about Spider-Man. As he always does, you know, about how Spider-Man is, is a hero. Say what? <laughs> And he's ranting about Spider-Man being a hero on his on his radio show, which I love. He has a radio show and he's arguing with people on the radio, which J. Jonah Jameson was born to do. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This guy perfect. perfect. Would be perfect. I swear to you, I would listen to him on 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 WBAP here in Dallas. I guarantee you if he was you, if he were like if that was an actual thing. That you would love the video game where he comes in and does his radio no, show. I, I really you can wouldn't. swing around the regular suit, George. No, 
All right. All so, right. Uh, you know, so he's, he's arguing with somebody on the radio about, you know, they're like, but you always said he was like a menace. And he's like, are you not hearing me right now? <laughs> you know, and, and the caller's like, but you gave him a lot of grief. And then, and then you know, he's like, next call. I mean, like he, he is he's the quintessential radio host. Right. Scream in the next caller. I mean, like, like it's it, it's amazing. I loved it. It was a beautiful sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets invited to a dinner, like a like a kind of a gala banquet with Spider by the Kingpin, by the mayor. He gets invited to a gala along with Spider-Man. You know, and and Jonah's like, oh, my God, you know, uh, you know, Wilson Fisk, the best mayor ever. <laughs> and I was the mayor once. And I was. the Yeah. You know, <laughs> and um Meanwhile, you know, uh, across town, Spider-Man is fighting the hippo while people uh, fight over a Galactus doll. <laughs> <laughs> Which was what so the Galactus doll say? I- I'll get to that. This, this, <laughs> this was such a superior foes moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. And, and, and it's got Galactus and he's got the he's got like a chubby little face. One tooth. And, and yeah, they got like this, the single little tooth and, and a big goofy smile. And, and, and these people are pulling him apart at the shopping aisle. And, you know, and there's kids crying and people with clenched fists because it's Christmas and people beat the hell out of one another. At, at stores. <laughs> and they're, you know, they've, they've, they're, they're, they've got him in between, in between them, you know, they're, they're pulling at him. And, and the Galactus doll, the Galactus doll says Galactus hungers for friendship. Love it. I'm just about TT'd. <laughs> I just about TT'd when I saw uh, that. I, I I giggled nonstop. I love that little boy just crying on the. I know the little man just crying, just crying <laughs> his eyes out. And yeah, so so these two people are, are like pulling you know the little Galactus doll. It's like a Cabbage Patch kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and and the hippo steals it and you know runs away with it or tries to before Spider Man thwarts him. Uh, you know, and he, and he gives the little fat doughy Galactus doll down to a down to a kid, you know, and then he, Spider-Man swings away thinking he's done his good deed. And then the kid turns around and says, I'll start to being at 200, 200 for this doll. And I'm like, boy, that's, if that's not real life, that's so true. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. that so great, then great. so then Peter Parker drops in on Robbie. Yeah. You know. Uh, the guy that fired him not too long ago, um, with a, with a bunch of uh, of squished up chocolates, you know, and uh, Robbie's got the got he's in he's in holiday cheer. He's got the he's got the Santa cap on, which is awesome. I love Robbie with Santa cap. I want, how come that can't be a variant figure, <laughs> right? Maybe want to actually buy. Uh, and and then actually say ho ho ho. I want mm-hmm. that one, right? And and so you know he's telling. He's telling Peter that, you know, even though Jonah is not part of the bugle anymore, people still can't stop associating Jonah with the bugle. And so it's causing financial hardship because Jonah is acting like a jackass, as Jonah is wont to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, Peter's kind of sympathetic to, to what Robbie's saying, you know, and uh, Randy comes out with a the turkey. They have a, a nice Christmas dinner, which I liked. I thought that was really nice. Um, I. On the one hand, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Where's Where's Martha? Uh, Martha uh, Robbie references Martha. Yeah, she's says, town or something. Yeah. Well, he says she didn't want him taking sweets or anything, but I don't think he actually said why why Martha was wasn't there. Martha is away visiting her sister. Is that what he said? Okay, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't remember that part. Okay. Um. So they're having a nice little dinner, and meanwhile, 
Uh, somebody has hired Arcade uh, to to go after uh, to go after somebody at the uh, at the gala that Wilson Fisk is having for Spider Man and, and J. Jonah Jameson. So the limo pulls up. Jonas steps out. Spider Man's there. They they banter back and forth. And I, I love that Jonas' first words are Spider Man. Why you? And then and then Spidey's like, well, what? And he was like, oh yeah, sorry, force a habit. <laughs> I'm, just, you know, I'm just I'm just like that. Um they kind of talk, and by talk I mean Jonah makes a point, Spider-Man counters it with logic, and then Jonah immediately pivots to something else, and then I won that just just now kind of way. <laughs> um, you know, he, he accuses Spider-Man of being chummy with uh, with Wilson Fisk, and then Spider-Man's like, you know, points up at the at the bulletin board and he's like, That's Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I didn't sit there hugging the kingpin, you know, and I, I love the Photoshop, too, because Spider-Man's like, yeah. you know, he's got, <laughs> like his thumbs up and, and, and you know, kingpin's kind of hugging him and everything. I love Fisk, yeah. And then uh, then they get attacked, the two of them. They get attacked by the Enforcers. The Enforcers in 2018, right? I know, right? The Enforcers with a little <laughs> bit of an updated look. Which one of them died? Which one of them's a replacement? I can't remember. Montana. Well, both Montana and the Ox. Um, have died. Have died. Okay, so this is so really the only original member here is Fancy Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, a fight breaks out as it's as it's wont to do. Uh, Spider Man has little trouble wiping the floor with the enforcers. Uh, at one point, you know, like I, just using them against one another. You know, the, the narration is, is, is pretty fun, but, uh, you know, Spider-Man's apparently getting distracted by Jonah yelling out, watch out for that guy. You're not looking behind, you know, and stuff like that. And, uh, and, and while that's going on, you know, eventually they, they kind of catch a, a break for a second, you know, uh, from getting their heads knocked in and they, they kind of regroup when they're like, you know, go with a new strategy. And that new strategy is kill Jameson, kill Jonah, shoot Jonah. Uh, and Spider-Man jumps in front of the bullet, then gets grabbed by Ox and, and kind of smashed into the ground. Um, and when Spider-Man and Jonah awake, they're somewhere else. And, uh, you know, ostensibly some sort of abandoned warehouse, what have you, you know, standard boilerplate for villainy. And oops, there's a giant spider slayer that looks like it's being controlled by, by, the, by Frederick Foswell, <laughs> you know, of all people. Yeah. And and the scorpions there and a lot of people that look like they were probably created by that same scientist um Scott Hitt- the fly. Thank you. Well. That, that, created, yeah, yeah. that created uh the fly. Um, Matt Gargan and then his brother was the one that created the fly. Right, right, right. And um and it looks the like the you know, poster was a jerk was a jerk. And it looks like they're like they're bearing down on Spidey yeah. and Jameson, looking looking to looking you know, spoiling for a fight, looking like there's about to be a, a rumble. Right. Uh, it's a hell of a way to wake up. Yeah, and uh, that's that's the end. Uh, that's the end of the issue. So what's your grade, George? I gave this I I, I gave this one an A minus. Hmm. Okay, I, I gave this one an A minus. I liked it more, probably maybe a little more than I should have, but I I, I liked it. Okay, uh, Ashley, what's your grade on this one? B plus. Uh, Peter B plus JR B and welcome to the show. Zach, what's your grade on this one? <laughs> uh, apologies for my lateness. Uh, I give this an, I give this an a, I, um, this was a, uh, this was a fun issue. I, I enjoyed it. Having Otley back on the art, 
Real quick, what was your grade on the last issue? Uh, A plus. Oh, there um, you go. It, it, it uh, solved a lot of my issues that I've had with Black Cat. Um, yeah. Those that listen to our Patreon exclusive Spider Satellites podcast <laughs> uh, will know, or, or they listen to the uh, heist episode when we're talking about the, uh, the video heist game. video game. Yeah. Uh, I went on a pretty lengthy rant about about Black Cat, and so this uh, fixed this, a lot of your problems. Huh? Yes, it did. Um, it, yeah. it finally addressed the problematic nature of their relationship as it was post brand new day. Uh, I, I, I'm ranging in the B B minus category on this one. I, I, I'm kind of over the Jonah knowing maybe, maybe Spencer's fixing that. Maybe he's getting rid of, maybe he's going to get rid of Jonah knowing Peter is Spider-Man, but I, I'm kind of over that storyline. I thought, uh, what's his name? Who just Zdarsky, would have wrapped yeah. it up yep. with his, but he didn't. He just left it hanging. But uh, I'm I'm kind of over the Jonah knowing thing. But George, See, is, yeah. George is shaking his head like he doesn't. He he likes it. You like it? Oh, I totally think that the Jonah know, uh, Jonah knowing can can absolutely work, especially given the dynamic they've had. Uh, which which is why I I, I I think probably why I enjoyed this issue so much. And but there's another reason Jonah related reason why I like this. Okay. But um, yeah, and no, in my mind. And I've always thought about, you know, like exactly how would it go down if Jonah found out that Peter was Spider-Man, you know, and instantly there'd be white hot. And we've seen this already. There'd be white hot anger. But then there would also be or how should it be? You know, in my mind, I was always playing that. How would it perfectly fall out? And after the anger was over, there would be a remorse Mm. for the way that he's treated someone that he that 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 he has known for most of that kid's life yeah, or all of the, and all of that kid's adult life and, and thought of his family at different times. Right. Um, and, and so how would they go about addressing that? And, and one of the things I always thought would have, would have been interesting is if Peter had, you know, because suddenly Jonah would be, would, would probably have the inclination to want to change the way he covers Spider-Man in the bugle. Mm-hmm. And I always thought there should be a discussion where Peter explains to Jonah, no, don't do that because if you do that, people will notice and they'll think something's up. And Enigma uh, 2K99 says, and as a great man once pointed out, yet he still hasn't told Aunt May. That's a shot right at you, JR. <laughs> I still take objection to that. It is not the right moment in the story for this to happen. We have to build up to it. We can't just have next issue. He talks to Aunt May and tells her. Who uh, who he yeah, is. but I, I think literally. That that would be something that I would put me in terms of all great great all time runs. Putting that genie, pulling that genie back from the bottle in terms of Aunt May knowing. Yeah, you're right, Ashley. That needs to be a storyline in itself. Yeah, just, it's going to be a feather in a cap. Yeah, throw that here's, away. Here's the problem with doing it in the first place, which which I'm on, I'm in the same boat. Aunt May should know. She absolutely should. Aunt May should know. Um, Aunt May yeah. should know. She she absolutely should. It should never have been corrected in the first place because when JMS did it, it was perfect. Oh my god, it was so perfect. When JMS did it, it was wonderful. Yep. That should not have yeah. been changed later on by lesser writers and lesser editors. That should not have been touched. So here's my problem with that. Even though it needs to happen, and Spencer could do it. Spencer could do it, and I have no I have no doubts that Spencer could make it wonderful. And make it everything we want it to be. Somebody else down the line is going to screw it up again. Mm. Somebody else down the line, another editor who thinks they know better, or another writer 
who doesn't even understand the character fundamentals, you know, on, on basic levels, uh, they're, they're going to muck it up again. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we can keep seesawing this. We can keep, ha- you know, having writers that understand the character, writers mm-hmm. that understand organic storytelling, writers that understand flow, understand proper characterization of doing all this. It's going to be screwed up by, again, by people who are less talented. Hmm. So on the one hand, yes, we need it. On the other hand, I, and, and how Spencer's not going to be here for 10 years. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's not going to sit there and park like uh, like slot did. He, you know, he's going to move on eventually. So it, how fast is that going to be undone again? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, George, big pros. What's the big pros out of you? This is your book. I love this Jonah and this Jonah made me think of, 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 uh, of uh, JK Simmons. <laughs> made me think of the Ramey of the Ramey Jameson, just the way he would switch so quickly once you countered him. Yeah, and turn it and try to turn it back against you. I just I liked it. I did. I really. And, and on the one hand, it's like, well, Jonah's not taking anything seriously. No, Jonah right now has his heads in the clouds because he's on a popular radio show. And and he does. Jonah is just eating everything up right now, and he's not really thinking clearly. I don't think. But. Uh, I, I liked this Jonah for this issue. I liked this Jonah. I yeah. it, it just it made me giggle at times. It really did. I, did you notice the little subtle thing on the cover that what radio station Jonah works for? No, I didn't. I didn't notice that. If, if you look, it says every morning from six to eleven a.m. on Talk Six One Six. I thought that was great. Six One Six a.m. I really did. I I really liked this Jonah. I just it, yeah. it was he he was funny to me. Yeah. Uh, other really pros like out of the group. What do you guys like? I like the fact that we're getting the, the Jonah Jameson of the video game integrated mm-hmm. with the Marvel Universe. Yes, yeah, I got strong vibe of that as well. Uh, very much uh, one of our favorite parts of the game, George, was was the fact that Jonah comes on and just bloviates over Spider-Man. <laughs> and, and reacts to the things that, that happen in the game. So the fact that that was probably one of the best received parts of the game that I've seen online to put that in the into the Marvel universe is really cool. And it makes sense. I mean, I mean, uh, look, uh, Jonah Jameson as a pundit, modern day pundit, just works. Yeah. I mean, I mean, standard in the '60s. Now we're doing it now. Well, yeah. If you go back and look at how he was when he first was presented, because he used to give, he used to go on TV and give and give, uh, you know, like editorials. You know, I mean, like back, like early on in the run. So, and and here's the thing: print is dying. Print is just dying off. It is. Yeah. Newspaper circulation is, is, is in the toilet. And so it makes more sense right now for Jonah to be a talk show host and a newspaper publisher because how, how, who who gets you know who gets a broader audience you know really I, like I, I, a number one you know syndicated talk show host or you know the uppity editorial page of a newspaper right you know what I mean the uh, that's that's why I think that. Uh, Jonah, I think that should be his modern day job, but I think some media conglomerate should buy mm-hmm. the Daily Bugle and have a radio station also, and maybe a television station. Yeah, I mean, like, the, yeah. In, in the uh, in the '90s show, you had J3 Communications, so you had Ed Asner, Jonah Jameson, you know, doing you know, this is Jonah Jameson. If you were, you know, on the cartoon, yep. Yeah, I don't necessarily need Jonah at the at the bugle. I uh, I, I I need Jonah in the comic. 
but yeah. I, I don't necessarily. This is better than Jonah being the mayor exponentially. Yeah. It really I, I see. I don't hate any of the ideas that have been done with Jonah over the last ten years. I thought that they've been actually decent ideas, but this to me just yeah. fits. Yeah, all the ideas that they've thrown I, at that. At that and and George, I like Jonah as an antagonist as opposed to on Spider Man's side. Well, here's okay. Here's the thing, Brad, and and we we've correctly labeled um, J. Jonah Jameson as a Spider Man villain before. Yeah, because he absolutely is. He's tried to kill him. He has. He's, he's tried to kill Spider Man. Yeah. Um, but this is why, and 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 I, I, we haven't really gotten to deal with a Jonah knows for a, a good long amount of time. Like when it was Civil War, it was quickly undone. You know. Yeah. Because one one issue or two. Yeah. So so quickly, right? We haven't really explored that. And I think there's a lot of meat there. And I think that there's a lot of room for, for good stories and for character growth from Jonah. Here's the thing. I mean, like Jonah is somebody who, who absolutely you can almost guarantee to stick to a script until he does it. And then it breaks your damn heart, (laughs) you know, or, or it makes you feel something. And you realize that at the end of the day, while he's just a grumpy old bastard, he's, he's a grumpy old bastard who can actually care about people to a fault. Yeah. And and so I, I want that explored more. I want I want I and I want it done by by a writer and not Zadarsky. I want it explored yeah. in in a, in a in a nice way that that's organic, that's true to character and that just really flows well in the pages of ASM so I don't have to read a satellite uh, title. Yeah. Uh let's go around the horn for pros. What haven't we mentioned that that wants to be brought up? JR any thoughts? Well, I mean, I, I did like this issue. I mean, I, you know, our arcade is a, a, a yep. boring villain, frankly, because we know what the, the scheme is going to be. But, you know, it's funny when you, you know, uh, J- um, George uh, was seeing J.K. Simmons and for, for some reason I was seeing the late Arlie Army. Uh, there in the, uh, you know, those, uh, those first few panels. I mean, just seem full, full metal jacket. Yeah. 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 That's kind of who I was seeing. And, and now I, I agree. I think the, I, I thought, see, I thought this is where they were going when they made Jonah kind of a Bill Riley type character there. Um, when he had a TV show and I forget that was when they brought in, you know, Cindy Lou, who, um, was working there too. <laughs> you know. but, but I think uh, Jonah works Cindy as a Lou. Metal Riley. It's I think Cindy Moon. Sir. I think he works great on a as, on a television talk show too. Yeah. But I think he's a, with radio with all the venom going. You know, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> you know, surrounding talk radio and things of that. And Jonah's blow. It works perfectly. I mean, he can say whatever he wants. I mean, as as a really when he was doing it as a newspaper editor. I mean, he was destroying the Bugle's credibility. Um, but uh, you know, as a loudmouth radio show host, he can say anything. You know, so I, I think it really does fit him. So, all right, other pros, Peter. What's your pro? We haven't heard out of you in a while. Uh, well, basically, I'm going to repeat everything. But uh, for a guy that's been reviewing spec that no longer exists anymore, it's going back to from the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, this the, it's it's like uh, it's a different Jonah. I mean, in spec, he was once he found out he was sympathetic and tried to help Peter, even though he bumbled up a lot. Here in Amazing, we get, you know, classic Jonah, and it's all about his ego. I mean, uh, he's he's helping Peter out, but it's because of him that's, you know, getting him his credibility. And he hates Fisk. Oh, wait, I'm getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. He's a right. great mayor, you know, and 
So I, I like that. And it does reference uh, the game a little bit. But in the game, it, it's he, Jonah doesn't know. And so you're yeah. getting classic Jonah on a radio show uh, as opposed to this one. But I, I do like that. I'm wondering who's trying to kill Jonah. The line probably starts with somebody and goes around the block twice. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. That, Actually, what, what's one of your one of your pros? What'd you like about it? Um, I just like how the story's being told so far. I liked the pacing in this a lot. There wasn't anything, you know, with the characters or particular scene that kind of stuck out and grabbed me, especially after you know the big bomb of deliverance we got with the last issue. But one thing that I did like is how we kind of get a off-screen moment where, which is when Spider-Man or when Peter told. Um, Jonah about his identity and everything and came clean to him. We didn't need that to be a scene that we witness unfold from beginning to end. You know, it's kind of just, this is what happened. Here's what you need to know. So I like that, especially after we got such a, a big moment, that was essentially that in the previous issue. I'm glad we didn't get it. I, th- I think it was smart to kind of keep it more behind the scenes and not do the same thing over again. It helped it feel it helps helps keep it from getting too repetitive. So I thought that was a, a good writing decision right there. Yeah. Any other pros that we haven't mentioned before we go to George's cons? Okay. Let's go to George's cons. What didn't you like? Um, um the, uh, I like that his spider sense went off. Finally. Has <laughs> it not been going off? I, I th- well, I mean, like I, I can remember like when we've reviewed this book before, we've, we've talked a couple of times, I, I think about, points where it should have and it didn't um here it did but it also should have gone on like uh, on the page beforehand uh when he jumps in front of jonah and then gets grabbed by uh by ox like e- even when spider-man is about to take the hit and he knows he is his, his spider sense still goes off yeah uh that is a tiny gripe if, if you're listening to this nick spencer ignore me <laughs> for the most part your aces you're doing okay uh spider sense i mean spider sense has been done inconsistently forever i'm just pointing it out because if i don't uh it'll wake me up in the middle of the night (laughs) uh any other cons what's some cons who gave it the lowest grade was it jr this time like usual (laughs) (laughs) the grumpy old man yeah i like that Uh, jr is the new me consistently giving (laughs) it the lowest grade well (laughs) george there can only be one you i mean you know there's no there's even Um, the jackal was like i'm not cloning him (laughs) dude this chair is duty rated it can't handle more than one of me (laughs) the the older we get there'll be more duty collecting in the chair but anyway my god (laughs) okay Uh, go ahead jr what's your con uh, arcade. I mean, for one, arcade. it's like, uh, you know, you know what this setup's going to be. It's going to be some kind of giant pinball machine or something. And, <laughs> you You're know, like that, me. I, I don't like arcade or Mojo, two of my least favorite villains. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it was a, it was a, it, it was an, an enjoyable issue. Yeah. Any other cons? Was that it? By the way, nobody mentions. Uh, did anybody mention the artwork on this issue? I, well, I like it. I like the yeah I like that Ollie's artwork was solid. Yeah, I, I, I just uh, I just wish we got more Ollie, man. Yeah, I, I think we did say that early on, earlier on. I think I we're, somebody we did. said the art. I don't think we did say somebody the art. mentioned that they were glad Ollie was back. The, I, think, uh, I think I did. I, uh, yeah, I remember now. Okay. One thing <laughs> I like about Ollie is uh, you, you got to look at the art more than once. 
like one one thing like the the talk radio six one six. It's a little subtle thing. Another subtle thing is when Peter hands the candy that Robbie. It's a secondhand candy gift. If you look, it says from Pete, and then he crosses out yeah. Pete and says from Santa. Like the little things like that. It just makes it enjoyable. And and the look on the little boy's face when the, he's losing his Galactus doll. Just little things like that. I'm I'm really digging his art. And you know what else Otley does that I like on Spider Man? Web pits. Web pits, sir. He brought the web pits. I don't think uh, the previous issue had web pits, did it? I don't think it did. No, Ramos, Ramos doesn't normally do that. He doesn't pits. go web pits. But. If there uh, were four words to, to sum up this issue, Brad, Galactus hungers for friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Galactus hungers for friendship. Very true. I also like that they're bringing the enforcers back. I mean, last we saw them, I think it's been in Brand New Day. They were on a, they were on a bumper car thing. Yeah, they were in like kind of early on in Brandon. Yeah. Bob Gale wrote that issue. Bob yeah. Gale, oh god, yeah, that was oh, rough. Uh, Does anyone else um think it's significant that we're going into Scorpion being the the villain for this go around? With his, you know, he's got Jonah as his kind of the world's angriest sidekick going into this. Like, are we going to bring up? I can't. I don't, did it happen that way in the comics, or am I just thinking the '90s show where Jonah pretty much was behind? No, that oh, no. that that whole splash page is all Jonah. Those yeah. are all things Jonah has done that, through the years. That's uh, Jonah okay, okay, yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole so, thing, yeah. The whole thing is, yeah. So this is going to be awkward. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be no the first doubt. time Spider-Man's had to had to save him from his own. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, he. But now he knows who it is that he was you know, attempting to have killed this time. Yeah. Do you, do you think the Senta villain is involved with this Jonah mess? No, no you think it's separate? No, I don't yeah. think so. Senta demon. I think, yeah. I think it's separate. All right. Uh, if there's no other cons, um, I think that's a wrap, but let's do a final thoughts. And then we're going to do the gift exchange after a break. Yeah. Uh, let's go around the horn. Final thoughts, Ashley. Hmm. Well, like I said, I think that's, it seems like, we're going through several arcs where he's kind of reconciling with past writing mistakes and character sabotage. So I wonder when we're kind of going to get around to Spencer proper now that he's got everything set up the way he likes and he can start getting things moving in proper order. I'm hoping we can get to that soon. Uh, One thing I want to ask on the final thoughts is, has this been a good year for Spider-Man, Ashley? Has this been a good year for him? I think absolutely. Um, up to the point where, you know, Spencer got on board. Mm-hmm. Anything before that is, you know, not not so much. It's kind of been a mixed bag of a year, but it's looking up. It's looking like Spider's going to have a great 2019. There you go. Peter, final thoughts? Same thing with Ashley. Um, when Spencer came on, it's it's great to be a Spider-Man fan. I'm, yeah. I'm, I love it. George, fi- final thoughts? No, uh, just uh, we're having... Um, it's it, it's a really good run right now, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 been a great. When when was first Spencer issue? It was back uh, what, late July, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's been a great uh, you know second half of of twenty eighteen for uh, for Amazing Spider Man the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 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 happy with where the book is right now. I think I think mm-hmm. the book is in a a really good place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I just uh, I, and I'm. 
My God. I mean, like did you, a year ago, do you think you did you think you'd be saying that at this time? Uh, you know, I mean, no, I, I would. I, I haven't heard you this positive. I don't think since we did the show, ever, we started ever. ever yeah. I can't. <laughs> right? you, you and Jr. flip sides. I mean, this is uh, Jr. is the new you. <laughs> Well, he's the, he's the one that 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 gives it, uh, I guess, the consistently the lowest grade now. But even his lowest grade is, is not is not my lowest grade <laughs> under Scott. Uh, I mean, you're complaining about my lowest grade being a B. You yeah. know, when I used to routinely hand out D's. You know, and and yeah. during the slot run, I mean, well, it's kind of well, like I was just that, referencing the earlier shows. We were given A's and you were given C's, but it's. I, well, the, I, I thought. Well, I thought the first Spider-Man being split in two. I thought that was a dumb plot. I just, I just thought that was kind of stupid. You know, I mean, it wasn't offensive or anything, but it was just dumb. Yeah. You know, and, and slowly it's kind of been working back. You know, it's been working its way back. If, George, if, with the exception of the comic, is it a good year for Spider-Man? With the exception of the comic, because you said the the comic is a good thing at Spider-Man. Now, all the other things happening with Spider-Man, you've got the video game is very successful. The movie is successful. Venom made a lot more money than all of us whoa, thought. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what, what movie? The Venom movie. That's not Spider-Man. That's not, that's not Peter. Well, he, it's not he, Spider-Man. Not it's Venom. It. It's Venom. It, all right. So is it a good year for Spider-Man, including the comic and all, other parts? Outside of ASM, uh, I guess financially, sure. Uh, for me, for for me as a fan uh, standpoint, there's a lot of uh, crap. I, I'm just I'm never going to give two shits about. Yeah. Um, the video game with that stupid ass suit and being off of something what what a Dan wasn't it inspired by a Dan Slot story or didn't Slot have like write it or something? Mm-hmm. Him they they brought Slot on because they had to. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. Great. That taints it for me immediately. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing I'm just not big on. I'm not big on anything that Dan Slot had a hand in. I'm just not. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and in fact, if you want to if you yeah. want to guarantee that I'll avoid something like it's goddamn herpes, tell <laughs> me that Dan Slot had anything to do with it. Yeah. That that'll for sure make sure that you you don't get a dime of my money. Uh, I so so I don't care about any of this Spider Verse crap. This Spider Geddon crap, this Spider Gwen Silk, any of any of that garbage. I'm just I, I don't. I couldn't care less. Do you do you like the the Batman family of characters? Do you like the Superman family of characters? Batman Batman family. Yeah. Because this, this, this is essentially a Spider-Man family. Is Batman family and Superman family work way better than Spider-Man family. Why? Uh, because because with Batman, I mean. You've always had that precedent of Robin and Batgirl. I mean, and, and Alfred. I mean, going back to like the 1940s. Yeah. Well, not, Batman's not, always been psychologically trying to recreate something he lost. Yeah. I, I always kind of thought that was the whole why. Why here, Batman, the you know the quintessential loner, keeps surrounding himself with people. Well, it's, you know, because. Well, I don't want to step on what you were saying, but psychologically, I think he's trying to replace a family. Well, and for and for Spider Man, it makes way the hell less sense mm-hmm. because Spider Man works so much better when it's just Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can have a partner for a little while. For a little while, he was Felicia's partner for a little while, and it works out for a little while. Uh, he was best used with Avengers when he wasn't a member, when he was a reserve member, and and he maybe had something to do with them once a year. Mm-hmm. He did not work well 
Well, I put this, I'll put this a different way. He wasn't written well when he was part of the Avengers. He wasn't utilized correctly. So he works best alone. Miguel O'Hara works because he, he is a Spider-Man from, he, well, that's the thing. I mean, like he's so completely different from Peter. His costume was completely different. His powers at the end of the day were completely different. Yeah. The only thing he really shared was that he was the Spider-Man of the time period where he came from. Everything else that is like a derivative of Spider-Man, and, and I love Spider-Ham. Don't get me wrong, but Spider-Ham's part of the problem now. Why? You know? Well, I mean, like you know, like any anything right now that's like a derivative of the character is just watering the brand down. I, I would agree I, with that. It's I just agree with it, that. it is. It's just watering the brand down. Spider Gwen, Silk, all that damn Spider. Well, uh, uh, the what was that uh, with the with um, <laughs> no no with Moreland and all that crap. The inhab- inhibitors or Thank the, you. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah the whatever. I mean like all of that shit. <laughs> right. I mean this is all of all of it is just bad. It, it really and Spider Spider Woman's different because and I'm talking about Jessica um, Drew Jessica Drew because Jessica Drew has f all to actually do with Spider Man <laughs> just to save a copyright in the seventies yeah she, I mean, she, she literally had, she had anything to do with Spider Man yeah <clears throat> so all of this it's just it 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 bloats everything it makes everything a gimmick let's just put a Spider Man it's like it's like you know like uh, among steampunk fans they're just saying you know we'll just glue some gears on it. When you've truly given up and you just want to call it steampunk, hey, just glue some gears on it. And call it steampunk. It's the, it's the same thing with Spider Man. Just throw a suit on it. But it's a new Ghost Rider. No, it needs a Spider Man suit. Trust me on this. Go with it. I it's just All it's right. just it's it's tiresome. It, it's it's tiresome and played, and it takes away from what should just be a unique character. One unique character. Yeah. There's yeah, no, I, I think, I'm sorry. I, I think a lot of it's about toys and merchandising, though. Yeah. I knew I knew that Spider Gwen was going to stay once I started seeing merchandise. I said that that that's it. She's going to be around a while because JR, she sells toys. Final thoughts and has it been a good year for Spider Man? <sighs> well, it hasn't been a bad year, but uh, you know, any any time we still get these dumbass crossovers like with uh, Spider Geddon and stuff like that, it's it's not a great year. I I I you know, I mean, you know, I I, I kind of live in the same suburb as suburb as George. We're yelling at all the kids to stay off our lawns. Um, I, I just I don't like the dilution of the brand, and I just see I just see we're seeing a lot more dilution of the brand. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't like it. I mean, I, I really don't like it. It's, you know, I, I don't like, and I don't want to give any spoilers away. So what's happened, but I don't like what happens in the spider verse movie. You know, I, I don't, you've seen it. No, I've read oh. spoilers. Oh, Jr. Yeah. I, I always read spoilers. You know, I always read spoilers. That's because I like to talk and tease people. You know, well, you know, I, I don't like, you know, how the kingpin. Uh, hey, 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 whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I was just, I, I I just going to say, I just was going to say, I don't like how the fate of one character is handled early on. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't like how another character is, is portrayed as a middle-aged loser. Uh, you know, it's just, um, you know. It's but like I asked my my son, my Spencer. I said, Spencer, am I just getting too old? And he said, Yeah, yeah. 
that that's <laughs> well, that's right. your fault for being uh, for for raising him wrong. You know, he just sounds like a spoiled brat. You sound like you should have just belted him more when he was younger. You know, when he first started picking up DC comics, I I should I should have given him up for adoption. Yeah, Zach, put the girlfriend down off the phone and. Uh, good uh, final I thoughts. Was, good. I was not to jump in on the other guys and letting them speak. Oh yeah, yeah. letting them have their. <laughs> well, I, you, I, I, I saw you your hands. That? You you were swiping right and left at some points. I don't know. Anyway, uh, uh, I was looking for my future wife online. There you go. Uh, <laughs> final poor, thoughts, sir. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Spider Man has had a pretty good year, in my opinion. I loved the video game. I love what like like this year in the comic side of things. It's like you get in the movie and it's kind of starting off really pretty bad. You're like, oh, you, this movie. You've seen the movie? Stock. I've not seen the movie. I'm, oh, I'm talking okay. about like the comics in general, right? Oh, okay. So you walk into a movie theater and you're like, uh, you know, man, this movie is really pretty dreadful. And then you get halfway through and then like, boom, plot twist. That plot twist was Spencer this year. Mm. And we got a really, really good movie at the end. Like, like na- the end of this year, it's like optimism and hopefulness. Yeah. And you're like, man, I actually am liking what I'm seeing. That first half sucked, but man, that second half. Yeah. So that's where I am with Spider-Man. I look. You look at the cartoon. The cartoon is a disaster. Yep. Okay. You look at the. I don't know anything about the the new movie, the Venom movie. I didn't love it, but people did. Obviously, eight hundred and fifty million dollars worth of people did. It certainly helped that it had zero competition. Thank you, Zach. But again, it was successful, so we'll get another horrible Venom movie. It's great um, for the Venom fans. You know, fantastic. I, I, you know, I just uh, I feel like we've had a pretty good year. We're ending on a great note. Mm-hmm. Um, the only good thing in my life right now is Spider Man. So. Uh, final thoughts out of me. I think it's been a great year for Spider-Man. Nick Spencer is the lead charge, in my opinion, of the best thing about Spider-Man right now. I look forward to reading Amazing Spider-Man every every month now. It's the very first book I pick up. I get a box of comics once a month. Amazing Spider-Man is the first book I read. And also, the second book I read, which is also having a resurgence, is The Immortal Hulk. Al Ewing is knocking that Hulk book out of the park. My two favorite characters in Marvel Universe are written enjoyably. Haven't had that in a long, long time. Uh, when, was, when was the last time you enjoyed both Spider-Man and the Hulk at the same uh, time, Brad? It's consistently. Missouri. Is what, it's yes, it is. <laughs> it just got approved. Medical marijuana has been approved in Missouri, but I'm not indulging. I'm having a nice Mountain Dew beverage. Medical webawana. Mebawana. <laughs> um, Peter David writing the Hulk was the last. No, uh, Paul Jenkins writing the Hulk I liked. That was early 2000s. Yeah, Jenkins. Paul Jenkins, early 2000. Yeah. Paul Jenkins writing it on Hulk and J.M.D. Matei. I mean, uh, 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 Straczynski on Amazing. So early 2000s is the last time I've had Hulk and Spider-Man books I'm liking. Wow. Um, I love, absolutely love the video game. And that uh, I loved how popular it is, how people are just loving it. And I love that it's an eight-year-on-the-job Spider-Man. It's an older Spider-Man. It's not a homecoming 
fresh out of the womb out of Tony Stark's basement, Spider-Man. It's, it's an enjoyable, that was an enjoyable video game. And I, I can't wait to download the th- third DLC. Uh, Spider-Verse looks a lot of fun. I, I hope to see You're it this like weekend. It. I'm not sure it's going to happen. I, I just from the previews, I I'm, I'm scared that I've seen too much of it already. Like when they go down in the basement and there's a spider mobile, I saw that in a trailer and I'm like mind blown. I never would have thought 30 years after I picked up Marvel Tales of Spider-Ham, I would see him on the screen. I love me some Spider-Ham. I think that looks so much fun. Um, I love Spider-Ham too. It's just like when we start seeing Spider-Ham in an actual film. Why not? Why not? Rock on. We're stretching it. We're stretching it a lot. Uh, the Venom movie wasn't as awful as I thought it would be. It was a B minus. <laughs> I'm like, that was shocking. So that was a nice surprise. Uh, Venom, yeah, I, Venom, it was a B minus because our expectations were so low. Come on, I, I guess so, man. It's worth pointing out that a lot yeah. of the people that said that they liked the Venom as a movie also acknowledged that it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 dead serious. A lot of the people. That that I have read comments from, or or you know, especially from our own community, yeah. uh, or people commenting on our YouTube videos, people commenting on on our website, yada yada, Facebook page, consistently, yeah. consistently, there has been a, a voice amongst the fans that said, "I had a good time, I enjoyed myself." Boy, did this movie suck! <laughs> exactly. That's what we call a good bad movie. Yeah. Is that, it, it, a so, so you're telling me that that we should be we should be happy that there's a Spider-Man film that sucks, or I'm sorry, a Spider-Man related film, yeah. not a Spider-Man film, a Spider-Man related film that sucks so bad it's enjoyable. I'd give it a B. It didn't suck so bad. I, I it, it was a nice, pleasant surprise that it wasn't awful. Yeah.